a bunch of weebs were like, bro, the Trails games are like a hundred times better than any of the Fallout games. And I was like, why are you comparing the two? Because this is America and my opinion is fact. Welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. Recorded live from a courtroom where a picture tells a thousand words. Objection! I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, I have our wizard of... Wait, what? It's Chinoda. Great. Wait, what? <laughs> Our token girl, Jessica. Oh, I'm not lost for once. <laughs> our czar of source material, John. What's up? And our emperor of explosions, Riker. I was disappointed with that surprise. <laughs> Shut up. You loved it. Um, Alright, so, uh, I guess what we're going to talk about tonight on this great episode uh, is, um, I guess what we call the older anime, like pre-2000s, I guess? Is that how we want to put it? Well, I mean, there's some anime that are from the 2000s, but just older in general, like yeah. growing up with... Basically what happened is we haven't caught up on everything and we needed something to talk about, so... Don't let them in on our plans! What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, especially since a couple of us have been watching anime for a while, uh, we've watched some older stuff, so... Um, should we talk about first off some of the stuff that you like used to be on Toonami? Like sure. way back in the day? I mean, even though that was late nineties. Way back when. Before I had uh, a fifty six K modem and I only had dial up. Fifty six K, you scrub. Shut up. <laughs> um I think uh, when I, when I think of Toonami, especially from back then, one of the things that I think about a lot is um, the original Neon Genesis Evangelion. Because, like, after Ghost in the Shell, when I went and actually saw that in theaters when I was lot really too young to watch it, I was nine. Um, <laughs> um, that was, like, the first thing besides Pokemon that I remember seeing on television first anime i saw on television besides pokemon even though some people don't consider pokemon an anime i never understood that by the way how is pokemon not an anime probably because growing up in western culture it because was- ash doesn't have a harem but he does have a harem so harem that's not pokemon. true no he even has a harem of girls yeah you're right that's true he does he does he just like ntrs them every time he goes to a new region though you know, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah. Um, Evangelion. Um, who wants to start? Because I'm just going to talk about the OP. It's a good OP. It's a really good OP. And there's a reason it's parodied so much these days. It's because it's a fucking good OP. I mean, it's iconic. Yeah. 
Just like the very first two notes. Yeah. I like instantly whenever I hear the very first two notes of it, I'm like cruel injustices. I'm just like, all right, it's time to go and sing along now. And then it's gonna be a parody. It's gonna be Corey in the house. It's gonna be Corey in the house. Yeah, <laughs> time it is. I like it the is. Hitler version. <laughs> Way. The Hitler version's pretty good. Okay. He's not lying. There actually is a Hitler version of that OP. There's I'm pretty sorry, much no. any any version. I think there's an Overwatch version. There's a Seinfeld version that actually uses the same bass that they do in the show. Which is really good. Which is really good. It's, it's funny. And they actually l- intentionally misspell Castle Rock in the OP. <laughs> Castle Rock. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I actually haven't seen that one. I need to see that one. But, um, yeah. But, yeah. A- the, the OP is, I guess, what you'd say was one of the most iconic OPs in anime history. Um, and it kind of set the bar for what an OP should be. Especially going forward, I think. Because you look before that, and there really wasn't a standard for how OPs should be, especially for how long they should be. You Before then, you had OPs that were two minutes long, that were a minute long, and now, ever since then, you have OPs that are almost exactly a minute and a half long all the time. I actually, I didn't know that, but that makes sense. I mean, I feel like that kind of is more attributed to the just the industry getting more standardized. Like, okay, well... Here's our time slots available to you an episode, and most animes run about like 19 to 20 minutes long, so here's your time frame for your opening and ending. Because even to this day, there's still animes that do have like 30 second or like 15 second openings only. That's true. Well, Especially short series. Look at ReZero. Uh, ReZero, does it have an OP? They're just like, nah. <laughs> I don't know. It's sometimes there, sometimes it's not. I think I've seen... How many times have we seen the, the actual animations for the new OP? Like, four times? Three, I think. Three, four yeah. times? Times. Anyway. It's, a, it's a good-looking OP, too. They're like, nah, screw that. Too much effort. And I think, I, we, I think I've seen the ending animation, like, twice. <laughs> like, it's... They don't give a fuck. But, anyway, Evangelion. Yeah, um, Evangelion's great. Um, I mean... Even today, the animation quality is... Well, even when it, when it aired, the animation quality wasn't all that great. Um, especially after, like, episode six, I think. The, the last... There was, like... I mean, there's a point in that show where you can tell where they just clearly, completely ran out of budget. Yeah, like and it's the last pretty, two episodes. Yeah, that's like watching... Like, we have this story, but we can't tell it. Who can draw really good stick figures here? Yeah. Oh man. That's that was probably the the meeting they had before they they went into the the drawing room. It's like, well, we have no money to pay you. How good are you at stick figures? That was kind of what I mean. Gainax was like known for it was like just terrible was mismanagement of their budget. Was I think well, they still are. Nobody cares about them anymore. It's because, like, the last four Damn. or five years, all that Gainax has made is, like, magical girl shows. Once once all the people left and made Studio Trigger, nobody nobody gave a damn anymore. But I mean, Gainax was always really good at storytelling. Just pulling it off was never their forte. Yeah, they always had that, uh... They always had one episode that was just particularly terrible in terms of animation quality. I think it was I... usually, like, episode four... Or oh, something. Do, it do, became, you, do you mean like Gurren Lagann? Yeah, it became like practically standardized in that studio, which is funny. Yeah. But we're not talking about that. <laughs> that's that's 
Gynax Back... is, a, is, a, is a topic for another episode, for sure. Yeah. Be its own yeah, topic. Um, but part of the reason I, I enjoyed Evangelion when I first watched it, and the more I rewatch it, the more I realize how good it was for the time it was airing. Because back then, there was nothing like this. There were no shows that had this level of, like, depth and, I hate to use this word, but angst and, and depression. <laughs> I mean, that show is really depressing. Oh, yeah, and if you... End of Evangelion is like... They're like, oh, was the ending not depressing enough for you? Here's this. <laughs> yeah. So... It's like, if you weren't Actually, suicidal after the show, you will be now. I actually didn't like the show when I was growing up because I was like, you know, growing up with the animes at the time that I was standardized to, I, I liked heroes, I liked happy endings, so I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. But then ReZero came along and a whole new level of depressing was uh, thrust upon <laughs> us. That'll be uh, for next yeah. week. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I still like it. A lot of people say it's confusing, and it is. Um, but it's... I still think for the time it aired... Especially when it aired here in the states, I think it was good for what it was at the time. I mean, it. it, it I think it's still great, personally. Yeah. I mean, the I mean, rebuild movies are pretty good too, but I don't know. There's something about going back to that original for me personally that I really enjoy. I'm not really a huge fan of Mecha, but like, there's there's a few shows that always like like that just hooked me. And, like, made me think that, hey, maybe I'm into Mecha. And then I watched, like, more Mecha. And I'm like, eh, not really. But um, Evo was one of those. So I was like, yo, this is this is amazing, the complexity of the pilots and, like, how this is just, like, wearing them down. And these are kids and they're having to face, like, the reality that, like, the whole world is literally, like, on their shoulders. And if they fuck up, like, tons of people die. And it's it's awesome. And then... Quite the opposite for me. I love Mecha, and I will watch anything that has just giant robots fighting. I couldn't get into Eva when I was little because I was like, again, it's it wasn't happy. It was so realistic. I was like, I don't, I don't want to be reminded that the world is fucking terrible. It's because you're not a fan of angst. I wasn't, and I still am not. It wasn't until I, I grew up a little more and I rewatched the entire Eva series that I actually came to terms with it and was like, okay, I actually liked it. Just like how I liked uh, like Gurren. Lagan, like I, when I first watched it, I did not like it. Second time I watched it, I was okay with it. And then after the third time, I finally rewatched it. After growing up a little more, I was like, okay, I understand the complexities now. I understand why this is actually really good. Why it's critically acclaimed from multiple people. Why this is so depressing. Why this is depressing and why it works. <clears throat> Gurren Lagan gets pretty damn depressing. It doesn't end on a happy note, but no, no and that's no. I hate it. Not at <laughs> all. Gone. Moving on from Gynek, God, see, it's already turning into the Gynex co- podcast. What, what's I mean, it's old anime, so it's... yeah. Gynex used to be a thing. <laughs> One day, we'll rise again like the South. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. No, this is, no. This is no. Uh... Trump 2016. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's not um, go there. The, the, the Anime Club After Dark does not condone or endorse anything that Riker says during this podcast. Um... <laughs> But we do endorse Donald Trump. No. Nope. Oh, God. Nope. No. Make America Great Again, oh. 2016. Let's, let's not. Stop. Let's make America it's time great to again. stop. It's time to stop. It's time to stop. Okay. Gosh, Shinoda, why would you say that? <laughs> Jesus. Listen, I have an addiction, okay? It's a no, serious problem. I would problem. not admit let's that on. on recording. Let's not name the guys. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> Jessica? Oh, is it my turn? You, I mean, do you have anything to say about Eva? Um, well, I read some of the manga. I think I found it, like, in high school. For some reason, our high school had it, but I could never find, like, all the volumes. And the only volume I could find I read, and, like, I don't know if he was getting a hand job or masturbating or something, but... <laughs> he was he was masturbating. I know. Okay. Yeah. Well, of course, I wanted to read more after seeing that scene, being the, like, sexually frustrated teenager that I was. And God knows if the school actually knew what was in that, they probably wouldn't have that in their library. But um, <laughs> I could never read it. Like, I ended up reading it later. <laughs> and um, uh, I did enjoy it, like... Um, but I didn't find it to be confusing or anything. It there was like, like a lot of detail um in it. So Yeah. I've actually never read the manga. I never have either. I've seen it like I, I every convention I go to, everyone that's selling manga has it and it's like, one day I'm gonna get this. <laughs> one day. One day. One day. Never comes. Alright. Uh you know, speaking of Mecca, uh a good uh moving on from this is uh any Gundam Wing, maybe? Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing. Oh, man. The only Gundam series oh, I've ever oh. watched from beginning to end. Same. I've watched not all of the Gundam series because there is a dip in quality as the years progress. But I, I've seen Gundam Wing. I've seen Gundam Zero. Gundam Wing Zero. Gundam Double Zero. Bunch of the other Gundams. Gundam Triple Zero? Gundam All the Zeros. Not the Battleborg Gundam shit. That was, that was weird. Little chibi Gundams. I, was, I didn't know what that was. The uh, short series that's been like that just gets released randomly, intermittently going on right now is really good. Thunderbolt is that what it is? No, clue. I think you've confused him. Yeah, no, you... I thought you were watching it. No, no, I'm watching um, Unicorn. Yeah, there's a Unicorn. I think Thunderbolt's the one. But back to the topic at hand. <laughs> Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing. When you talk about mech anime from the '90s, it's fucking Gundam Wing. Yeah, I mean it is the '90s. Mecha show, oh, by man. far. It's even got all the melodrama and angst. I know it does. That's probably the reason I like it so much. Um, it, the the characters in it are actually very very memorable. At least for me, the guns were memorable. I well, that too. Characters. Excuse I mean, me. I didn't, I didn't run around the the school courtyard pretending to be Gundams. What are you talking about? Did you say the characters you could care less about? I cared about the mechs. I, I was a kid. Come on. Okay. You I officially about- suck. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's been so long since I watched it, and it, it, talking about it kind of makes me want to watch it again. I rewatched the series about a year ago. Um, definitely doesn't hold up as well as I remember, but it's actually still decent in my mind. I didn't. Think yeah, I've, I've rewatched a few clips from it, and, and it's definitely not. Um, <laughs> Take not off the nostalgia filter, and it's like, oh, okay then. Yeah, well, you it's know, not as great as I remember. It's it's funny you should mention that. I have actually, in the last year or so, gone online and actually watched some old clips from the dub of Gundam Wing. That dub is not nearly as epic as I remember it to be. Yeah, that nostalgia filter, I tell you. <clears throat> but, I mean, again, I didn't think it was that bad still. I'd still rewatch it if I was ever bored again in maybe like five years. <laughs> I'll rewatch Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in five years. Well, it's because I, I don't prioritize it as something that was so amazing that I got to rewatch, like Panty and Stocking or something that I love watching all the time, or Persona 4, or High School 
boys, the Daily Lives High School boys, or Cromartie High, or Code Geass. Anyway, <laughs> tangent over. Well, I was, you know, you can just name 30,000 more if you want. <laughs> name all the animes that I will actually rewatch within the next probably two months. Space goes coast to coast. <laughs> the hell is that? Not even an anime, but I'll rewatch oh, it any day. Uh, Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! Fine, <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> We found a way. We found a way. I cannot believe. Can we have one episode of this show go by without mentioning Yu-Gi-Oh? Please. Never. Marcus isn't oh, even here. That's what makes it better. Hey, we're, ta- we're, we're talking about throwback anime. Yu-Gi-Oh's early 2000s. Can I throw that back in the trash? Can I just mention that if you try to rewatch Yu-Gi-Oh dub, it's so bad. What, the, you mean the original dub? Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It's it's one of the most awful dubs ever. Uh, I mean, it's 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 in the bottom of the barrel, right next to the original Four Kids One Piece dub. I didn't even know that existed, honestly. It does, and it's don't do it, don't uh, do it, man. The Four Kids One Piece dub. Yeah, it's terrible. I've actually never watched One Piece. I've only read it. So the OP is fantastic, though. Oh, that that like uber hype OP. Yeah, the uber hype like rap one. Yeah. Yes, that's 10 out of 10. <laughs> so yeah, Gundam Wing and Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. Gundam, um, what? You know, we watch... What? 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 In the butt? What? Why hasn't Yu-Gi-Oh... Okay, so they've dueled on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, all these crazy arenas. Why don't mm-hmm. they just get into robots and then have the robots duel? Like, they why don't do we it, have a... Honestly. It no, they actually awesome. did, though. They we have dueling. It, they have dueling robots. No, we could call it Yugi Gundam. No, no, they no. Uh, they went to Kaiba Land, and Mokuba was a princess and captured, and they had to duel on the match. Oh, plane. no, no, oh, not that shit. No, no, oh. I'm talking about like they need to get into like Gundams. actual mechas. Yeah, Gundams. Right, yeah, we're gonna start, start Yu Gi Oh Gundam sized cards. So oh, we, God, yeah, we need to awesome. do we need to do a Yu Gi Oh X Gundam crossover. Yeah, right. Essentially, done by Gynax. Yeah, we've got a crazy idea. Yeah, hey, put down that Maho Shoujo manga you're about to adapt. I've got an idea for you. Who wants to make a ton of money? Who wants to finally beat Studio Trigger in their own game? (laughs) I'd watch the shit out of that Mecha Yu-Gi-Oh battles. Oh yeah, I'm watching it in my head right now. Yeah. Yeah. Gundam Wing. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Not so much. Not so uh, much. Yeah, surprisingly, I, I would have thought Yu-Gi-Oh! would have held up because it was <clears throat> I was a little bit older when I watched it compared to, like, Gundam and stuff. And I really liked it. I mean, Not the, so great. The card the, game is still pretty fun, but the, the original anime dub was... Eh. The original Pokemon actually holds up pretty well. You mean the original, like, back 98? Yeah, the first season of yeah. Pokemon, like the dub. Yeah, I own the first season. They were sassy of assholes. That's what made it so great. Sassy assholes. Who? Who was? Uh, wait, what? They were all sassy assholes. That's what made it so great. Pokemon. Yeah. Sassy assholes. What show were you watching? <laughs> Apparently, not the same one. Uh, he, I Apparently. think I know what he's trying to say, and he does kind of have a point. How they were all very like the 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 dub. In particular, they they're all very arrogant and cocky. Yep, I still exactly that. Like I just rewatched, or I I just watched an episode of the new dub that they had on TV. My 
my little sister was watching it, and I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Like, there's there's this uh, there's this, this guy and a girl, the brother and sister, the older brother and the younger sister, and the little sister has a, a brother. Wait, is she really? No, a she little doesn't. Sister? No, she doesn't. She doesn't have a brother complex at all. I thought the girl has an. I thought she has an Ash complex. <laughs> no, she doesn't have any complex. She's just an annoying little shit. Yeah, she's just like. Well, the episode revolves around her just like hating her brother, but then when her brother is like getting along with this other genius nerd girl, she's just like all jealous and shit. I'm just like, what is this? What what is? Oh, po- it's one, it was one of those episodes. Yeah, okay. and I'm just like, is this this Pokemon has become standard anime fare? And I'm just like, what? Yeah, you know, um, in like every episode, she's trying to set him up though, so that's kind of weird. Yeah, it yeah was very- I mean, she does care for him, honestly, but, like, how she shows it is different. I don't know. I, I've never seen the new series, and that was the only episode I saw, and I was like, this is just weird. I haven't yeah. watched Pokemon in forever, so... The animation and soundtrack has gotten really nice, I'll say that. It's really nice, especially the latest season. Like, I'm actually really behind on it, but, like, I've heard from most of the community that is at that it is absolutely gorgeous. And, like, I'm actually pretty excited to catch up uh, to it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I have uh, kept up... Uh, like, I am uh, watching Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! still. I'm just behind on them, like, by uh, about 50 to 70 episodes, I would say. But I, I do watch them still. You're behind by by 50 50 episodes? 50, 70, maybe 100. (laughs) You're fucked. 50, 70, 100, 1,000, same. They're all just numbers. Essentially, honestly, like, give me a week and I'll uh, catch up to it. I'll hold you to that. Yeah, all right, go. What? No, no, When next we meet, when next we meet, boys and girls, we will ask Chinoda how it's going. Fuck you, I have a birthday party to go to this weekend. Well, that's tough nuts, dog. Oh, no, I have to be socially active, guys. I, I can't watch my Pokemon. Fuck you, this is a three-day party. I can't do anything else. Three this birthday party? party lasts for three watch fucking days. While you're partying. That's, you a, that's a selfish individual. Yeah, fuck him. Listen, we're gonna have fun at his 22nd party to make up for his 21st party, in which a fight broke out. That sounds like fun. What? Yeah, it already sounds like the twenty first was more entertaining than the twenty second. But he no, like we in. were having a good time. Then the fight broke out, and cops came, and like we all scattered. And yeah, what is your life? You really don't want to know, honestly. This was in the hood. Oh god. This episode of <laughs> Chinoda's Livelihood brought to you by... There's a lot of things that happen in my life, okay? I have never been in legal trouble, though. So I'm please happy about that. Anyway. <laughs> Enough of Chinoda's let's, let's talk about past. something else, please. Okay. Please. Um, uh, uh, I don't even know how to go on from that. Um, <laughs> Outlaw Anything Star, why not? Drinking? Oh yeah, okay. yeah, Outlaw Star. Let's uh, let's go to Outlaw Star. <laughs> it was a thing. I recently rewatched that about a month ago. Outlaw Star, just for fun. Um, 
I did rewatch it also three years ago because I was like, I remember watching that as a kid. I don't remember finishing it ever. Uh, I definitely think it holds up. It's not as good as like other older animes holding up, but I definitely think it wasn't bad. Like I definitely yeah. did prefer it more than uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that dub has aged slightly better. Yeah. I, I just remember I haven't watched Outlaw Star since I originally watched it back on Toonami in 2001. But um, I just remember the dub for that show being really good. The animation it's... was kind of iffy in parts, but oh yeah, the CGI. Yeah, but it was a, it was a good it was a good show. No, I, I definitely think it's not bad. I definitely think uh, if you ever were to rewatch, you won't be disappointed, to say the least. Uh, one of the things I really liked about Outlaw Star was just how the story progresses progresses throughout. Like unlike Bebop, uh, something that's just so well known from the past that everyone loves. Outlaw Star kind of follows the same type of background, except it's less dramatic in the sense of, like, uh, Spike and his backstory versus the actual story of Outlaw Star. I just remember there was a lot of, uh, like you say, unlike Bebop, there was a lot more um, comedic relief throughout the show. It wasn't 100% intense and focused on the drama all the time. It had moments where it let the characters kind of be silly. Yeah. And that was kind of the best part for me. That's the what part I remember the most about Outlaw Star was there were parts of that show, as serious as it could be, there were parts of that show that were genuinely funny. It's like Trigun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Trigun. I don't know. Trigun is pretty pretty funny throughout, if you ask me. It's yeah. pretty funny throughout, but some of the... I would it's say pretty- like the heavy moments in Trigun were a lot heavier than the heavy moments in Outlaw Star, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like- I, would, I would agree with that. So since we're talking about, you know, both of these, they came out around the same era, kind of the same type of, like, setting and vibe, futuristic guns. Uh, yeah, I, I, Trigun is actually one of my favorite animes of all time. I've, I rewatched that as well, and it still holds up. Vash's Stampede is cool as shit. Fuck everyone. Vash is awesome. <laughs> I think he's definitely one of the top ten anime characters ever. And I definitely think Trigun holds up a lot better than Outlaw Star, just because... Outlaw Star was very standard in my mind. Like, after watching all the animes I've seen now, it's very uh, generic. It appeals to, like, just kind of a generic crowd versus Trigun, which is more comedic, but it's a lot more heavier when it comes to plot. When it comes to the the background of, like, Bash, what happens and stuff, it's really good. It really knows how to enthrall you to keep watching. Also, you don't see a lot of, like, genuine Western anime, even to this day. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, Cowboy Bebop is kind of a western, but it's a western in space. But you're talking about a legitimate western, like gunfight at the OK Corral type western. Yeah, yeah. I actually wish there were more anime that had that kind of a genre bent to it because be I'd watch nice. the fuck out of those. I think it's yeah, just we need more diversity. Honestly, it's a really hard balance. Like to try to get something as good as Trigun on paper of all things, and then to try to reproduce that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think it's definitely something we're trying because especially now, the way anime is, that's certainly a, a genre that could be exploited because there's nothing like that out right now. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have any Western themed anime. Yeah. Um, I remember watching Trigun and I was trying to, you know, like watch it since, you know, it's an older thing and it's so popular, but I couldn't get into it. Really, it's very shonen. Like <laughs> it's, it's built. For it's that. well, it's it's episodic too. 
A yeah. lot of people aren't yeah. used to, to episodic series, like, just in general anymore. Yeah, I don't really like episodic that much. Yeah. People are used to, I mean, just television in general has kind of stepped away from an episodic format. Even the latest season of South Park <laughs> had, like, a can like you know, a continual plot that was kind of going throughout the whole season. So it's just kind of, I guess, you know, something from the past. Or I'm trying to think of what's the, what's the term. Um, it's a, it's a somewhat dated storytelling technique. Archaic. 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 There we go. Yeah. But I I like I love episodic stuff personally. What's well, because with our experience, at least for my experience, I should say, like Gintama and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it can be done correctly. Same thing for American shows. If you do it episodic, it can be done correctly. It doesn't have to just be a cheap cop-out that it used to once be of, well, we're lazy to write any plot. We're just going to make shit that's funny and throw it in, into a 22-minute episode and hope people like it. And then hit the reset button in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, I, you know, a lot of the shows that I really liked back then were, were fairly episodic. Because even, even Inuyasha was pretty episodic at times. Uh, yeah, it certainly had giant chunks of it where you didn't even have to watch them at all if you didn't want to, or you could watch them in any order you wanted. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's funny you should mention that because I was just about to ask or as if you guys wanted to talk about that because as much flack as I get on this podcast for not liking Shonen, that is a Shonen that I absolutely love, and I have very fond memories of watching it. I was never a huge fan of Inuyasha. I watched it because it was always on. <laughs> through Adult Swim, um, I don't, I don't know if I've ever actually finished it. It's over a hundred episodes, isn't it? It's a hundred and seventy some, I think. Yeah, it's it's pretty long. I'll look I, it up um, real quick. I never watched any Yasha growing up. Like I did see episodes here and there, but I never was interested enough to actually watch it like every week and try to keep up with it until uh, in. High school, my friend lent me her collection of Inuyasha DVDs, and I just marathoned the shit out of that in two weeks. <laughs> and I uh, caught up on everything. 167 episodes. No problem. Star source material. Why do you think I know so much? <laughs> no life. Just watch well, it. Well, even, it even had movies, too. And yeah. I watched all the movies. Yeah, I had movies afterwards. Uh, three, I think, weren't there? Yeah, I know one of the movies was supposed to be, like, the actual ending for the series. <clears throat> I thought there were four movies. I could be wrong. It's been a while since it was back in ninth grade, freshman year. But uh, I can definitely say that it is it is a shonen that I did enjoy. But it's not something that I think is super amazing. I definitely think there's more of a nostalgia filter that's attached to it that make people like the show more. Because it's still fresh in my mind after experiencing it when I was little versus experiencing it again when I was older. Are you talking about it in general or just with Inuyasha? Just with, well, I mean, in general and Inuyasha, because there are a lot of shows like Gundam Wing and uh, A Lost Star that are, they're not bad, like I say, but I definitely thought they were better. Yeah. They just don't hold up as I I thought with the nostalgia filter on, and that applies to Inuyasha as well. Yeah. I haven't rewatched Inuyasha in forever. Um, It may be that way if I ever do decide to rewatch it for me. Um, I just have really fond memories of watching that show. Um. Uh, fun fact, uh, I used to stay up way past my bedtime just to watch that show. Inuyasha? Yeah. There were four four movies, I remember. Because okay. I remember Fire on Mystic Island, the last movie. I remember that one. I liked it quite um, a lot. Yeah. I used to... Because I, I, my, my parents always made me go to bed at like 8 o'clock <laughs> mm-hmm. back then. 
and I would wait until they went to bed, and that's about the time that like tsunami and all that shit would come on. <laughs> so, so I would take I would take the towels and stuff that were in the hamper in my room, and I would put them underneath the door so they couldn't see the light from the TV if they woke up. Yeah, and I would put because there was a headphone jack in the front of my TV, and I would just sit there in front of the TV and watch Inuyasha because I, they I they, they aired it late at night. I did that for uh, Ghost in the Shell because I wasn't allowed to stay up to watch it. And it came out like at midnight or 11.30. But I remember staying up to watch Ghost in the Shell because I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, Ghost, Ghost, Ghost in the Shell is another... That's a good one. You're talking My about parents the movie or the TV show? Your parents uh, were, Standalone yeah. Complex, the oh. TV show. Uh, I was just going to say, my parents wouldn't let me watch Inuyasha because they saw this one scene where she was, like, bathing in the river and Inuyasha was trying to spy on her. They were like, you can't watch this. So I was just like, okay, fuck you, mom. I'm going to read the manga. So that's what I did. <laughs> did you actually say that? Damn. Well, no. That's what I thought. <laughs> but to say, if you did, is badass. How did you think, the, um, how, how did the show hold up to your expectations? Um... Yeah, I never really watched the show that much, but I just remember getting really repetitive and um, just kind of, like, you know, falling out of it. And there was that whole Kagome and, um, was it Kikyo or whatever her name was? Kikyo. I think. Yeah, that that whole thing with them and Inuyasha and the weird love triangle, I was just kind of like, this this is weird. (laughs) And then Sashomaru, and then... (laughs) Just like, yeah, it gets super repetitive. Uh, that's one of the things I did remember because the search for the shards was really boring. Yeah, um, like but somewhere between halfway and three quarters of the show, it starts to get really, really boring. Until you get to the end and then it gets really good because yeah. then the plot happens. Well, it actually, ah, the ooh. show itself, I remember ending on a really high note. I mean, that's from what I remember. I don't remember exactly how it ends, but I do remember when the show ended, not including the movies, but when the show itself ended, I remember feeling that like, this is pretty good. I can live with this. Yeah. So, um, speaking of things that are weird and Ghost old. Shell. No, uh, fuck that. What? <laughs> we we got to talk about Ghost in the Shell. If we're going to talk about old anime we grew up on. I was going to say, you know, Ghost in the Shell is kind of weird, kind of old. Uh, It's very weird, but it was something I didn't understand, but it's... Like you were saying, I, I I stayed up to watch it. I was like, screw you, parents. Tell me when to sleep. I watch what I want. Still have yet to touch it at you all. St- really? Oh, I can't be yeah. here. No, no. That's uh, I am the youngest here for a reason. You are the unacceptable. You're this slightly is... younger. I haven't watched it either. Unacceptable. Oh, thank you. It's wow. that yeah, that is scrubs that I think up to this day. Uh, not only because I love Max and Tachikawa's are really cool. But it's it's very thought provoking. There's a lot of like what the fuck moments, like what the fuck is happening, and there's just a lot of it's a lot. It's like very heavy in storytelling. Yeah, it's 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 pretty heavy handed with the storytelling. One thing I remember in particular about the show and the the original movie um, was that it assumed that its audience wasn't stupid and it didn't give you all the information up front. It assumed that you would be smart enough to figure out some of the small details. And that's what I love about it. I love I love any kind of entertainment that does that, where it assumes that you are intelligent enough to figure out the small details for yourself. Yeah, well, as an as entertainment value as it goes, I thought Ghost in the Shell it was very thought provoking and it made me curious about everything that happened in it, and I kept wanting more. 
I was enthralled. I was enticed, and I just kept wanting more. Don't God. lie. You wanted to fuck the major. Shh. No. Yes. Oh. Yes. No. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure most people did. Yeah, I know. Like, come on. Oh, major. Makoto Kusanagi. Kusanagi. <laughs> I wonder where that originally came from. Uh, I got it from watching a YouTube channel that does Let's Plays. But anyway, uh, it's just very rare for me to remember. There are only two shows that I remember as a kid that I did want to watch weekly that I did not want to miss. And that was one of them was Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. And the second one was Roroni Kenshin. These are the only two oh, shows. Roroni Kenshin. Oh, yeah, Roroni Kenshin. Holy shit, that's a good one. The only ones that I, I legitimate was like, I can't miss this week Saturday. Like, I'm going to wake up and watch it in the morning when it reruns at like fucking 3 a.m. when no one else is awake. So that way I won't get caught. Because <laughs> my dad would be up to like 10, 11 sometimes, so I couldn't watch it then. So I'd wait for it to rerun itself during the middle of the night. Yeah. Roroni Kenshin's pretty fucking good. Roroni Kenshin got a lot better as it went on, too. Oh, yeah. It it started out kind of slow, but if you stuck with it, you were really rewarded. Oh, yeah, and the dub is so much better than the sub. <laughs> I I would completely agree with that, yeah. The dub just fits a lot better. Same thing for the, uh, the movie. Like, the movies in Japanese are fine, but overall, I still prefer to watch the entire series in dub. It just nostalgia maybe but it, it definitely does hold up because it does get better as you watch it which is surprising for an anime yeah not only does the quality of animation get better but like the storytelling the action sequences yeah yeah it's just it Rurouni kenshin's fantastic the the last few arcs that they released i think they were kind of like an ova series were, were really really good i don't know that that series was just really fantastic and i feel like it doesn't really get a lot of like praise it doesn't but... it doesn't get the recognition that it deserves in my mind yeah Which... i feel like nobody really ever talks about it that's because no one really thinks about it because once you get past the whole like oh samurai era arc anime you're like okay yeah whatever you know there's a billion of those out there on the market yeah now but i remember back then at least growing up in middle school like everyone knew who the batosai was batosai the batosai i mean ever uh, Roroni Kenshin was really great. I remember reading the manga. Like, if you've seen the anime but haven't read the manga, you should definitely read the manga. It, like, made me cry. It was so good. Well, I remember me- I, I remember uh, hearing that a long time ago that there was a lot of, like, the heavier stuff that they took out that's in the manga. Yeah, like some, like, death scenes and stuff. Yeah, which is a shame because, I mean, as good as that show was, it could have used a little more human drama. I suppose. I definitely want to go read that now because the only time I remember I I actually did legitimate cry was in Samurai X, the prequel. And I was just like, oh gosh, oh gosh, all these emotions happening right now. These emotions. Emotions. Yeah. Have any of you actually seen the new um, or newer live action Roni Kinshin movies? I didn't even know those existed, honestly. I have not. I've heard the really really good though yeah i have to i really um, want to see them when they come out on video well funimation is releasing them in theaters yeah i know but for a little while there's none i doubt around yeah here. i doubt i'll be able to see them yeah there's none around here i've checked but i've only heard good things about those yeah. movies i so. really do want to see them when i get an opportunity i never even seen ronin kenshin god what <laughs> how 
Did you say Ronin? He did. Ronin he did. He did. I was going to I was going to, you know, gloss over it, but, you know. Nope. Uh, nope. Yeah. You called yourself out on that one. I did. You should watch it. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. That's pretty good. Um that's a time requirement it which is, I do it is not a have yet. Time requirement. I, I, there's another yeah. Ronin Kenshin. I was so hooked to it that even when I was on vacation in California visiting family, it would be like Saturday night, and I'm like, I gotta go watch Roni Kenshin. So Jesus. like in the middle of dinner, I dash off and turn on the TV in the living room, and my parents and my family are just like, "What are you doing?" And I'm just like, I gotta watch Roni Kenshin. <laughs> it's really. Shinosuke fun. was my man. Oh god. <laughs> I loved him. <laughs> Kenshin all An- the way. Another um, good throwback is uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh. Oh, yeah, I love I, I loved is. I loved the Yu Yu show. It was I, okay, but I I was like everybody. I remember back when Yu Yu show was airing, DBZ was in its heyday, and I like DBZ. DBZ's all right, but like I was always like, "Yo, spare gun." Yu Yu show is so much cooler, and it was. I like Yu Yu show, but after rewatching it, I was just like, this "Isn't as good as I remember." It was still okay. But, oh man, uh, it's it has yeah, like one of the best fighting tournament arcs in like all of anime. I the, yeah, the fighting tournament arc was pretty cool, and uh, I the thing I remember the most about Yu Yu Hakusho, other than the ending, uh, was in the very beginning, the very first episode when they're going to that like person's whatever. You see Street Fighter characters in the background. I remember that very clearly. It was really funny. Yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho was awesome. I'm still. I'm. I'm hoping that. Well, it'll never happen. I would like for the mangaka to return to that series and do it the way he initially wanted to write it, because he, um, when he was writing that series, Shonen Jump pretty much got involved and took it over, and we're like, no, it needs to be super shonen. It needs to be super shonen, and you you have to have a fighting arc, or like a fighting tournament arc, and it has to go on forever, and then that's why it kind of fell out of favor with a lot of people, but then he wrote uh, Hunter x Hunter. What is it about... Oh, hold on, hold on. What is it about Shonen from that era, especially if they were in Shonen Jump, that they all had a fighting tournament story arc? Because Shonen. Every yeah. single one Ed, of them honestly. from that era. Every Shonen has some sort of tournament fighting. arc. Yeah, I no. mean, even, even um, Shokugeki no Soma. Well, yeah, the, 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 the whole, whole the whole the whole current, premise of the show is built around a tournament. This whole like season has been essentially a tournament, a a tournament arc, a fighting arc. Well, actually, that just ended. If you didn't yeah. want last week's episode, oh no, I haven't even started. Oh, what do you think of the result of that? I I actually I, liked I, it. I read the manga, so I've known since like day one. But I liked it because it growth of characters like really important. Seriously, so, that, that was manga. nice. Having the yeah. guys face off and then become friends like that—that that was really, like, really cool. Not just friends, rivals but, too, which but, makes it even better. It's Shinoda. This is right, for fine. next week. Yes. Fine. Uh, We're talking no. about nostalgic old animes that we grew up on. Can wow, I can just I... ask you a quick question, Mom? <laughs> oh Jesus! Heroes uh, never die. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> bringing this back to. Um, to Gynax, of course. Gynax. Because <laughs> it has to be a circular <laughs> argument. Um, there's actually a Gynax show uh, from 2000 that I really love, and someone at Toonami 
responsible for programming back in like the mid 2000s really loved because they showed it constantly and that's Fooly Cooly. I love Fooly Cooly. Yeah. I, I I I love it. I I love Fooly Cooly. And you know what? When I first watched Fooly Cooly on Toonami, I understood none of it. I, literally none of it and I loved it because of that. It's so weird. Fooly Cooly gets better every time I watch it, too. It does. Like, I've rewatched it, like, what, maybe six times? Every time I, I come out the other side loving it ten times more. Yeah, Fooly Cooly's fantastic. And somebody at Adult or yeah, somebody at Adult Swim must be obsessed with that show because they're essentially funding two anime seasons of it. Yeah. Like, they they went to Production IG and said, listen, we have this money. You have the rights. It, it just seems natural. Yeah, that, I I love Adult Swim for that. Even if it's not a great second season, I don't really care because I mean it's not gonna. I mean the first season was like what fifteen years ago. It was yeah. It was uh, premiered April twenty sixth two thousand. Yeah, sixteen years ago. So if the sequel's not as great, I still have the original series to go back on. Yeah, and it's I mean the animation is Gynax, but. It's it's, it's ama- so, the animation is beautiful in the first episode. It is, it is. It, but the the worse the animation gets, the better it kind of is for the show because the show is weird anyway. <laughs> yeah, it played into itself. I mean, what well, and one of the things that really stands out about it is like there's only six episodes because it's not really a series; it's an OVA series. But like you can see every conceivable type of animation there is throughout those six episodes. They even do a parody of South Park in one of the episodes. What? Yeah, there's there's a I think it's in episode 4, if I remember right, where the animation for an entire scene is it, it mirrors South Park. I think I remember yeah, I remember that. I haven't I haven't watched the show in a while, but it has a lot of like scenes where they just completely changed the animation style and i'm pretty sure there's a south park scene yeah sounds like a gynax thing to do it is i mean and like in the middle of sentences the the animation style it's really jarring at first when that that happens but it plays into the show's favor being how weird that it is whoever wrote it was very much either a depressed b on drugs or c both yeah really cool he was Fully cool. It was fantastic. I, it was a I, whole other trip. I, I like a lot of people really don't like Fully Cooly. Really? Fully yeah. Fully Cooly is a series that you either love or hate. Or you, yeah, you hate. There is no in between. And I don't want to say. Understand. I don't want to say it's people that don't get it because there there are certainly people that understand what the show's trying to do. They just it's not their cup of tea. Yeah, they're just not into how absolutely bat shit everything is. But that's what I. I mean, I love shows like that <laughs> yeah i could not tell <laughs> yeah uh, space dandy bobo 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 bo, gintama like i love all those crazy ridiculous shows hell the only reason space dandy was made was because of tsunami yeah tsunami and funimation space Dandy's so good too but that's i could i could spend a whole podcast talking, talking about, about a dandy guy in space yeah yeah how great same. that show is but yeah. Right. Another show. This this one's I think a, this this is a little bit older than what we've been talking about, except for maybe Gundam Wing. And this was I don't think this ever showed on Toonami. This was something that I watched growing up. Uh, Magic Knights Ray Earth. I don't know if anybody's seen that or even heard of it. I've heard of it, but I've never seen manga. it. Yeah, it's of it. when I was real little, my sisters were obsessed with Clamp. 
anything clan. <laughs> yeah. So like Subasa Chronicles. Um, so she likes pointy chins. Magic Knights, yeah, Magic Knights, Rare, um, Card Captor, Sakura, all that stuff. Um, used to go rent the VHS tapes from this like sketchy VHS rental place in Kansas called Gator Video, and they would like import them, and they were like on like they they clearly weren't like real videos like somebody they didn't have labels on them or anything but they clearly didn't copy them yeah somebody just recorded like the japanese broadcast and then like went in and added subs and recorded it to a vhs tape but it's fun i I gotta just mention i have seen this i was about to say i just looked it up i just looked it up i have seen this because this is the characters that have the enormous eyes yeah every character has fucking like the, the eyes are half of their face that's like all of clamp and then but clamp eventually evolved into making spaghetti people (laughs) pointy chins and spaghetti arms yeah spaghetti limbs aka code geass i saw this on there there used to be this tv channel that played like just straight up international stuff asian chinese cartoons and i remember i watched anime occasionally on there like just sometimes but i never would know the names because you know i don't speak moon but this is actually one of them. Oh, okay then. Yeah, man, it's it's pretty good. It gets it gets really dark towards the end too. Like pretty much everything Clamp does gets pretty heavy. Yeah, it starts yeah. out really bright and colorful, and then just breaks your heart. Yeah, they lure you in with cute magical girls, and then it gets really dark. Sounds familiar, right? It does sound very <laughs> familiar. Except this show's twenty years older than that show. Oh. But yeah, I I. I was gonna say how does Chobits fit into that, but I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> I watched I watched Chobits too. Um, That's clamp as fuck, though. Yeah. What was there was another show, and I can't remember the name of it. It came out around the same time as that, and it's like this guy finds an android girl, and he he turns her on by fingering her. Handmade May. Yeah. Is that I, it? Yeah. Is that is that clamp though? I'm not sure. I don't know if it's Clamp, but I remember watching that around the same time as well. And there's like a scene where he has to go to his neighbor and ask her for her underwear for the yeah. robot, and she gets all mad. What's the name? What's the name of that show? Handmade May. Yep. Yeah, I, I remember it, but I, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I, for some reason, I seem to have blocked some of it out of my mind. Uh, I, I watched that later on, like when I was marathoning a bunch of just Android-esque animes. But I, I did. No, remember. I, I watched that way before I probably should have. But. <laughs> Have I ever told the story about how I ended up seeing the uh, Ghost in the Shell movie? No. It was 99, I think it was, when the original movie came out in um, in theaters here in the U.S. I think it was. Um, but uh, it was either 98 or 99. I was 8 or 9 years old, and my cousin actually took me to, um, to see it, and <laughs> he had to sneak me into the theater. Because I was, it was, I think it was rated R, and um, so, so we got like these platform shoes to make me look taller than I was, and we oh, snuck me into the movie theater. It's like, you no, know, this is my 18 year old cousin. He just, you know, looks really young. It's like, okay, it works. Seems legit. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah, that was Magic Knights Rare Earth, Ghost in the Shell, um, Wolf's Rain. Wolf's was Rain. another one. Jesus. Wolf's Rain was that's still probably one of the most depressing shows I think I've ever seen. Man, Man. that show ruined me. <laughs> like, well, I 
Oh we, man, I'm gonna cry. Can we not talk about Wolf's Rain, please? The last, the last three episodes were just the most gut wrenching thing. <laughs> oh so man, what the hell are you guys talking about, and how bad is it? Wolf's Rain? Yeah, it's it's, it's a, good. Yeah, but don't a, watch it if you're contemplating suicide. Yeah, it's a lot of the same team that worked on Bebop. It was mistakenly advertised as the cre- the creative mind behind Cowboy Bebop has written a new show, Wolf Strain. So everybody got really hyped about it, and um, it's not actually true because I don't believe Wantanabe was involved in Wolf Strain. And if he was, it was like pretty minor. But it's the same studio and a lot of the same uh, producers. It's also an it's- original story, like Bebop, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, give me a premise, just like a light premise. The world is dying, and there's a prophecy that wolves will find the way to paradise. Um, but all of the wolves are pretty much dead, and uh, wolves are kind of mythical in this world. Where like they can appear as humans, but they're they're still wolves. But they can like to to humans they look like normal people, unless like you know. There's some people that can tell the difference, but... Uh, for reference, Watanabe had absolutely nothing to do with Wolf Strain. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, Sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, and then there's but, this huge douchebag antagonist force that just makes you depressed as shit. Like, yeah. If, 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 you, if you are depressed and contemplating suicide, I cannot advise that you watch Wolf Strain. <laughs> yeah, Wolf Strain will destroy you. The, um... The, the whole premise is them trying to, to find paradise, and the moral of the story is there's no such thing as paradise. So Bullshit made-up story. Yeah, Like, there's always going to be something to fuck it up and make it so it's not paradise. And, like, there, I mean, the story tells you, like, the show tells you again and again and again how it's going to end throughout the whole show, and you still... Like, like when it when it actually starts happening towards the the last three episodes, you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> they're actually doing this, and then uh, yeah, the last episode hits, and then you're like, wow, I feel terrible. <laughs> it's a it's a really good show. It's it's very bleak, like no comedy, all drama, all the time, all the time, really depressing stuff. The world is dying, so everything is gray. Like, the whole show is just gray. Yeah, the color palette in that show is very, like, intentionally dark. Yeah, it's just gray. And then, like, they go to a... Like, when they finally get to a nice city, it's, like, a mechanical city and a dome, and it's still pretty gray. (laughs) But it's it's a really interesting show. It's pretty complicated. A little too complicated. It it gets a little convoluted toward the end, but... Yeah, the the main villain's very hard to kind of understand kind of get a feel on what his deal is but that's a really good show i think okay i'll um put it on my list if you feel like being depressed yeah i mean it's got a, it's got a really it's got a really good dub too okay got some hot dudes in it too if you're into that <laughs> i knew you were gonna mention that i knew you it couldn't does. get through the show without mentioning that you have one dude who like doesn't wear like practically doesn't wear a shirt he just wears like a leather vest yeah and it's always like open yeah even better 
<laughs> I I definitely think that the uh, sub was pretty good. Just because like uh, Kiba is voiced by Mamoru Miyano, this Japanese guy that I really like, he plays Kent in uh, Kimi ni Todoke, and he usually plays like silly roles, but him playing a serious role was really kind of like just jarring for me to experience because he's so upbeat in all the other roles he plays but yeah you know you can go to the dub or you can watch the sub either one works yeah I'd say either one works I've seen both and they're both pretty good I don't really have one that I prefer so it's really your preference whether you're you know purist or whatever no, I'm just mentioning that the uh, the sub, because I, I do know some of the uh, people on the sub dub role, that it's interesting to watch their skills. Because this came out 2003. So these people who are in the game, who are still in the uh, Japanese dubbing industry to this day, you can just see like where they started from. And then if you ever see them in newer anime, it's like, just interesting to compare. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the the more recent shows we've talked about, even though it's 13 years old, which is still pretty crazy. But it's yeah. getting up there. Yeah. Last show though that I want to talk about, and I don't think anybody's actually have you, have any of you guys watched Card Captor Sakura? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Long time ago. Oh. Yeah, that's still, in my opinion, the best magical girl show. Really. Not Madoka. Over Madoka. Over Madoka. I'm not a big fan of Madoka, though. Oh, man. Get out. I, I thought Madoka was okay, but, like, it didn't... After episode three, like, I kind of knew... Be- no, Madoka is the best Yuri going. show ever. <laughs> but it's... It's just... It's not, though. I was being facetious. Cardcaptor Sakura is better in that department as well. Wow. Oh, the manga right. is really good. Um, especially part two of the manga where they go on and like she gets together with um, whatever his name is, Sauron Lee. That's really good. Yeah, the the anime ended before that, before she gets together with uh, Sauron Lee, but they released a movie afterwards that was completely focused on their relationship and it's really good. So I never that, saw the movie. Yeah, the movie's really good. Uh, I enjoyed that show like immensely as a kid, even though it was about <laughs> a little girl, you know, throwing cards around with a, you know, cute. It was a really stuff. cool show. Yeah, it was. my my imaginary friend was actually um, the little stuffed animal guy. The the little the right. one from Card Captor Sakura. Yeah. He was pretty funny. Yeah. I used to have a uh, version of the book and the tarot cards. Oh, that's cool. Are you um, in the manga, oh, sorry. Um, in the manga, um, they get uh, what's his face, the older brother, with uh, Sakura's crush because, like, he's actually the dude was actually in love with. I think his name was Toru all the whole time, and uh, it's really cute. Yeah, that that show has an an openly gay couple between dudes. Huh. Um, and it's not like super anime gay people. Like it's just like yeah, they're gay dudes. 
Like nobody yeah. makes a nobody makes a big deal out of it. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I've actually seen like all of the anime. I've seen episodes here and there, but I've never actually watched it. Yeah, huh. I mean, I, I watched it a long time ago. I don't remember if I actually finished it. I I, can't, I just can't remember. It's been too long. Um, I enjoyed it back then. Um, uh, I wouldn't say that these years later I enjoy it more than I did in Madoka, but um, I still say that it's definitely one of um, it, the best Magical Girl shows. I don't personally consider it the best, but I would say that it's definitely one of. I don't know. I'm, I'm not very big into <clears throat> Magical Girl shows in general, so I, I really don't have an opinion on this. Like, I, I still think the... Um, Ayumu from is this a zombie is the best magical. Oh, ever. that is fucking oh, well, amazing. <laughs> well, if we're talking about singular characters here, then yeah. I mean, there, I don't think I can't think of any other magical girl that fights with a chainsaw. <laughs> Me either, which is why. But he's not. He's not a magical girl. He's a magic cool girl. <laughs> That's what it says in the manga. I'm not kidding. Oh. Okay then. A magic cool girl. God, that I'm show was hilarious. That show was hilarious. The manga is... Season 2 when? Well, there is a season 2. Yeah. Season 3 when? <laughs> I've seen all the anime. I, I, I watched it all in like a day though. Yeah. So it um, just blends into one season for me. Um, the manga is... I mean, the show's a little bit etchy. The manga is super etchy. Like, if you thought the show was etchy, it's like... The first panel of the manga, of volume one of the manga, is just a girl bent over. There's her panties. Welcome to the show. Is this a zombie? Is that, yeah, it's it's a panty shot. Is this a zombie in block text? It's like, I can deal with this. All right, then. Uh, uh, any, what we should not- learn from this is go read Is This a Zombie? Sure, it wasn't Must something be. about Cardcaptor Sakura. Pretty, I feel like that was the moral of the story here. I mean, go watch Cardcaptor Sakura if you never have. It's certainly worth it. It's getting a new anime, too. I was going to ask that. What? I had heard that it was actually getting a new, some kind of new project. Huh. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it's going to be. If it's going to be a series, the weird sequel anime that kind of came out, or if it's going to be... I don't know how they're going to do remaster? it, but... Um, yeah, or if they're just going to pull a Sailor Moon crystal and have terrible animation or what. Well, I don't, but, I don't know if it's been confirmed or not, but I heard a few weeks ago that it might be like a series of movies. Okay. I'm not sure uh, if that's true or not. I, I had read it. Someone was talking about it somewhere that it might so end it might up being a series be of movies. You know, we didn't even talk about Sailor Moon, but everybody knows about Sailor I mean, Moon. So. Do we have to? Yeah. Oh. I mean, we mentioned the name, Sailor Moon. There you go. Yeah, can I, can I tell you guys a secret? Sure. Oh no, I've never, never seen Sailor Moon. Same, actually. You guys are heathens. Like we yeah. are. <laughs> uh, it, it does like if we want to talk about how Cardcaptor has an openly gay couple. It does have that in Sailor Moon as That's well. That's true. In the sub. Yeah, not, not in the not dub. in the dub. No, listen, those are They're cousins. cousins. Just Those are cousins. Really Those are cousins. <laughs> They're just really feely cousins. <laughs> you know, I've never seen the show, 
But that makes it worse. It does. It did. It did. It, it made it, it worse. Better. I don't know. What, it, what? I mean, I don't, who, who I don't looked think... at that and said, okay, we can't tell them that, we're, that they're gay. What if they're just really kissing cousins? It's like, perfect. <laughs> Print that. Down, down, down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, no fun, Sailor Moon. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, we've. Been, I think this is a good time for us to end, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I, think we, I think we've dipped into the Wayback Machine a little too much. I will say this. I'll end this on a question. Do you guys... We Some of the stuff we've talked about, we've actually said, is actually getting remade or redone or extra seasons or whatever. Is there anything from the past that you really enjoyed that you'd like to see either remade, remastered, or continued? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, I'd like to see a remastered version of Cyborg 009, even though I didn't mention it. It's another old show that I liked. Just because. Again, I'm into robots, guys. Get over it. <laughs> Cyborg, uh, bots, androids, they're all cool. I would actually say uh, probably like Roroni Kenshin. I feel like we haven't had a really strong, like, Edo, Edo period samurai Gen- drama right. in a while. <laughs> yeah, Gintama. Um, <laughs> Gintama. Or or you could or you could just watch uh, Ace Attorney because there's a samurai show within that show. Yeah. <laughs> um, me personally, I would have to say I want to see Inuyasha done in these days, um, graphics and all that and animation. Like, I can only imagine how gorgeous and terrifying it would look. I can tell you one thing with Inuyasha I'd like to see. Um, it, I'd love to see it get redubbed. I would. Really? Dubbed? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see it get redubbed because I... It definitely deserves parts, it. There are certain parts of that dub originally that feel very, very rushed. It's kind of it's like a Tsubasa Chronicles. Yeah. They're, that's getting redubbed. Which is really cool. But I don't know. I mean, remaster or reanimated, fine. But um, if anything else, I'd just really like to see Inuyasha get redubbed. If you want to reanimate it while you're doing it, sure. I don't think there's a lot of shows back then that I can remember that I really want to be, like, completely reanimated. Because I feel like they're just going to, like... Mess it up. (laughs) They're just going to, like, force shitty CGI into it. No, oh, Berserk! Oh, oh, do you mean, like, Berserk? Hey. Oh. Berserk, Berserk's on a next level, though. Because, I mean, they were like, It is Yo, next level let's, shit, you're right. Let's go 90% CGI and then occasionally put actual animation in there. Yo, and, and then they finally decided, hey, you know what would be cool? Let's put CGI and animation together in the same scene. I was like, <laughs> fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. Yeah, it's... I, it, I feel like, like, I mean animation back then wasn't like fantastic or anything a lot of those shows but i prefer bad hand-drawn animation to awkward clunky cg animation um i honestly have gotten over the fact that berserk looks like shit in cgi uh it's still berserk you know like it's still a great story i I still like it yeah voice acting is on point 
Uh, Skull Knight looks like a fucking badass. Holy shit! He is a badass. He's just—he's not just looking like a badass. He's an absolute back badass. But like him being two D hand drawn and in CGI, I was like, he's just so cool in every form. It doesn't matter. Can I just watch Skull Knight? <laughs> Can I just have the this? Adventures of Skull Knight? <laughs> yeah. As he as he saves those being cucked around the world. Yes. Oh, I love Skull Knight. All right, I think I think we've done enough. Yeah. Um, to, should, should, uh, I'm gonna point this out. Okay, the reason Jessica didn't answer that question is because she's not here right now. Um, she, 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 we she, miss you. Yeah, we Rest miss you, peace. Jessica. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> Fine. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really good place to end it. Don't you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Time to stop! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, with that, I'm going to just say that, uh, uh, as always, I have been Alex, and uh, I will... Oh, wait! No, I need to tell people how they can listen to uh, our show. I need to help you by the... Okay. <laughs> exactly. Um, you're going to have way too much fun with that soundboard from now on, aren't you? Don't tell them the secrets behind the curtain, man! <laughs> I tell you! Um... So, if you liked what you heard tonight, and there's no reason why you wouldn't, uh, you know, you can, uh, there's several ways you can get in touch with us. Uh, we have uh, two uh, things on Facebook you can get in touch with us with. We have our page, uh, facebook.com slash animeclubafterdark. Uh, mostly the stuff that's posted there is, like, news and updates about the show. Uh, we also have a group where we can discuss more etchy and more not-safe-for-work stuff. Uh, you have been warned. Shut up, Shinoda. Um, um, that just search uh, Anime Club After Dark groups uh, on Facebook, and um, we have Twitter, but no one goes there. Um, <laughs> and if you really want to go to Chinoda's Dungeon, I'm sure he'll give you the key. It's uh, Anime Club. No, what is it? Actually, don't 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 bother right now no, no. because it, I haven't touched there. No, no, they need to see your while. dungeon. They need to see your dungeon in all of its glory. <laughs> There's nothing new on there, though. No, it's, it's, it's Anime Club After Dark. <laughs> Shut up. I don't um, even know what that was. <laughs> um, and uh, if you want to listen to this or any of our past episodes, you can do that via SoundCloud. Just search Anime Club After Dark. Or uh, on iTunes, which is probably how most of you are listening to this. Or you can get that on our lovely, lovely fa- uh, Facebook uh, website, uh, AnimeClubAfterDark.com, uh, where we post uh, this and all of our past episodes, along with some articles and reviews. And oh yeah, I whatnot. should probably write that article. You probably should. You keep talking about, about it. That. Eventually, you know, people are going to ask questions. I kind of oh, forgot, I forgot about that, honestly. We forgot to do my review of that game. See, this is what happens. We'll, we'll get a next. I'm time. infecting we'll, we'll everyone. Apparently, this is becoming a theme. This is going to be a running gag now. Oh God. Uh, what we'll else? Get them next time. Oh, and if you want to send us uh, any kind of emails, uh, Anime Club After Dark at Gmail dot com. Please um, send nudes. All types of nudes. <laughs> Male nudes specifically. Male nudes. Male nudes. Send no. Send Chinoda pictures of Felix Argyle. He loves them. Listen, you don't understand. I actually had to use the restroom because of that picture. <laughs> I was at work, you bastard. 
You anyway. jerked off at work? What? What? No. Don't admit that. Hell no. Don't, don't, listen. Don't listen, people will listen, and they will hear things. <laughs> anyway, no. uh, as always, uh, I have been Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Chinoda. Good night, Chinoda. <laughs> Say goodnight, Johnny. He's danger. <laughs> that was perfect. Say goodnight, Riker. Don't jerk off at work. <laughs> Fuck you! Hey, you know what I've just realized? Marcus uh, isn't here. Oh no. <laughs> this would be a, a very opportune time to, to just tell you. This won't this, edit this out. But uh, Marcus may have killed Kennedy. Just saying. Wait, wait what? Oh yeah. Oh god. He might have Marcus... also done 9-11. He he might have pulled the trigger on Harambe. <gasps> I think I think Marcus actually sunk the Titanic. Did he blow up the Columbia as well? Perhaps. I'm, I'm pretty Holy sure shit. Marcus disabled Apollo 13's landing. Fuck. Did he do the Tuskegee experiments? I, th- I think I think he did. The rat bastard. <laughs> have you, know, you guys I'm... ever heard, have you guys ever heard of the Holocaust?